on different topics that we feel people tend to sweep under the rug. They're not comfortable for whatever reason. Well, we're going to get you comfortable. So this is not your locker room chit-chat. This is not your powder room chit-chat. This is some real shit, okay? (laughs) So tonight's topic is all about the importance of finding self-love. Now, (laughs) wait. (laughs) <laughs> what kind of self-love are we talking about here? I, so, I just need you to specify before I get into it, you know. <laughs> yeah, the wrong topic. So this oh, okay, is not sorry. the self-love as in pleasuring self-love. No, this is oh, about okay, okay. your energy and your, your confidence. Inner self. And that, your, oh, your yeah, inner kind self. Of, sort of. Kind of in a show. Yeah. <laughs> so tonight's guest we have this evening is going to be Flaw 700, but we're going to call him Flaw, and we're also going to have Nakima. So before we bring Flaw up, if you guys are looking to advertise, Tasha, take it away. <laughs> if you're interested in advertising with us, we would appreciate that. So please email us at subject a d s at simplybree.com that's spelled s i m p l e e b r e e dot com <laughs> yes and follow us on social media my handle is underscore simplybree underscore and my handle is no one you know, spelled N-O underscore the number one underscore U-N-O. Yeah, so big, big up to us for that. We just did a magnificent job, right? <laughs> now, what you've all now. been waiting for. Let's go ahead yeah. and get ready to bring up our first guest. So our first guest goes by the name of Flaw. 700, but tonight we are going to call him Flaw, so let's bring up the one, the only, yes. Mr. Flaw. Welcome Mr. to the show, sir. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, how are you? I appreciate that evening? intro. Yeah, you know, oh, you got to listen. Everybody got to feel like, you know, everybody everybody is important on this show, regardless exactly. of what you're doing. So... Basically. How are you feeling about tonight's topic? The importance uh, of tonight's topic is right up my alley. I looked at it and oh. said, "Oh man, I ain't got to go over nothing. This is what I do. This is oh, no. this is okay. This is okay, nothing." Come through. Yes. Come through. I, can, I can't wait. Listen, not so wait. I got the right answer. What do you do? Not saying I'm going to. Not saying that my answers would be what the people want to hear, but Uh-oh. but we. I mean, as long as it's honest, as long as it's honest. And it's the truth. We don't care what they want to hear. They don't mm-hmm. listen anyway. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Definitely. So what is it that you do? Because you said this right up your alley. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I know, right? What is it that I do? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, first of all, I run a podcast network myself. Mm, um, okay. I am co-host of the podcast, Brothers. I have my own podcast, the 700 Block Podcast. I have a hip-hop nice. podcast, and I wow. produce a podcast for my aunt, the Mind, um, the Mind, Body, Energy, and Balance show. Mm-hmm. So nice. the podcast, um, you know, it's something that I picked up. It's um, something that I 
it's the first thing that I picked up that stuck. I've been an yeah. artist. I've been a I've been a rapper. I've been a poet. I've done things, but the podcasting is the one thing that I said, "Oh, I like this." Yeah. Um, also, I heard you mention a real estate agent. I'm not that, but I am a real estate investor. Mm, um, nice. Okay. And I'm okay. trying to. Yeah, I actually work a nine to five. Been there for fourteen years, but mm. my eyes are open, and mm-hmm. working for the man is not what I want to do. Okay, so okay, soon so as, King Flow. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as this business picks up, that's where yeah. that's the direction I'm going to head into. Well, right. listen. First of all, we got to give it up for everything. I know, like yeah. Okay. Listen, Woo! you just listed off a nine to five right there. That like that right there <laughs> is the nine to five. He sir. listed off a twenty four seven. I'm exhausted. Trust me. Man, so and not only that, he don't he I'm don't go to sleep. He take naps. <laughs> there you go. That's, there you that's go. a fact. That's a yes. fact. The gym the gym is open four in the morning. I'm in there. Oh and my then, goodness. And then um I got first grade remote teaching with my son, so Oh, you're I'm a exhausted. teacher too. That's right. Big up to all the teachers. Parents how he segue into the self love. How? How? You see how them I things work? You see how them things work? He say he get up yeah. at four in the morning to go yeah. to the gym. This is, Listen, I love myself, but not that much. I, uh, Tasha, you know what, Tasha? I got Tasha, to be, I got to be at the out. job, the nine to five at six thirty. I'm not uh, four o'clock. You said oh. four o'clock. <laughs> you know that's dedication. Mm-hmm. So okay, so yeah. that brings me to the first question because. A lot of the times we will put somebody else's needs before our own. How how do you Amen. deal with those type of situations? Like with everything that you just listed off, you are a busy man. How do you make time for what you want to do and not put all of your energy into other people? I well, like I say, the gym is my thing. I wake up at three forty five. Mm-hmm. If I hit the snooze button, I'm, I'm up at four. Hopefully, I'm in the gym by four thirty. Um, my shift at work starts at six thirty. So if I can get sixty minutes to myself, yeah. which is important, I learned that the way I start my, I feel good when I start my day the right way. I eat better when I start my day the right way. Um, right. I shower after the gym. Um, a fresh body, a face, a fresh, uh, like washing my beard. You feel mm-hmm. great. Because you feel right. great from the gym, and then you feel refreshed. And yeah. I do that, and I'm done all of that by 6 in the morning while everybody is asleep. So Man, wow. I just rolled over I at that time. Sure I t- I- <laughs> in order for me to fit myself in the day, I, need, I do it while everybody else is asleep. So yeah. I learned that a long time ago. If, I, if, if that's what I want, then I have to find time for me to get that. No excuses. Mm, right. I like that. So you're yeah. the fine time so you're for the, uh, Right. Yeah. He's the um. What what is it called? Um. I'll sleep when I die, kind of person. I know a few people like that. You like sleep, mm. rest. Nah, I'll sleep. I'll sleep when I mm. die. <laughs> I'll, I know those people. However, we're gonna talk about how, it. However, yes, we shall talk about it. However, also in self love, 
is self-awareness. So Mm -hmm. how did you discover that you needed to have that time, that one hour, two hour before, while the world is still sleeping, everything is at peace? When did you discover that AM peace for yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, when I um I've been working at my job for 14 years, and it used to be in the warehouse, so I did a lot of walking around for eight hours. Then mm-hmm. six years ago, I transferred to a desk job, and okay. yeah, when you sit down for 10 hours, you need to have some movement in your life. So we're talking mm-hmm. that I'm 37 now, so we're talking at the age of 31. Here I am sitting down for 10 hours a day, and you think that's cool. Now the problem comes in because after work, which is around 5 o'clock, that's when the gyms are the busiest. That's right. when mm-hmm. you might get tired. That's when fall season comes around and it's dark outside at 5 now. So mm-hmm. you now go, well, you know, I don't feel like going today. And then yeah. you get a little pudgy. And then you start worrying about your health. Wait a minute. I'm not active at all, and I'm only 37. This isn't right. So you right. have to yeah. find time to where there's no excuses. Um, get up, sleep. It's like you said, say, I'll sleep when I die. You find time to rest. I might get my sleep all in the week on a Sunday, on a Saturday. I might. Okay. And then I'm recharged, you know. Um, right. So, yeah, being that I have a desk job, which is 10 hours mm-hmm. a day, I need to find, I need to get to the gym. I need to do some type of uh, activity or, yeah. you know. I got it. Mm. Okay. okay. So, with everything that you have going on, what are you most grateful for? And all of it is tied into one. That, that's why I said I, I do this, um, mm-hmm. this self-care thing. Um, just seeing so many black men pass away in 40s, 50s, and 60s, and I'm 37, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. grateful that I get to wake up and ha- and everything works and I go to the gym because I'll be in the gym like, hey, one day I won't be able to do this. One day I won't be able to change my own, uh, you know, clothes. Like one day there's going to be a time where things are just going to fall apart. And so I'm thankful right. that um, that I'm able to go out here and perform because I, everything works. You know, there's people my age, people younger than me who are handicapped or mentally ill and they can't, they just can't do it. I have not one excuse. Right. So for me, I'm grateful that I'm aware of that, you know. Mm. Just because I'm just because I'm me doesn't mean I don't have to just sit on my butt just because because people just are lazy. So I yeah. appreciate mm-hmm. that. I appreciate I'm aware that I need to do take advantage of my time. Yeah, definitely. Right. That's I agree with facts. you. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. As you can't get I, time back. Yeah. Right. That it's the most important thing that you can have in life to me, time. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a materialistic person. Now, don't get me wrong. I like material things, but mm-hmm. I'm not a material. I don't have to have them. But right. what I ask for out of everything. I just asked you. I'm sorry. You I'm sorry. felt that. You it. felt that in your spirit. I, it, was in okay. it was in my soul. It was in my soul. I felt that. Yeah, I know. Right. So mm. what I ask, from all of my friends, associates, lovers, anyone close to me in my circle, is that you that you want to relinquish a piece of your time. Mm-hmm. So being a person who is aware of their own self-love, some people call that selfishness. 
Mm-hmm. How do you distinguish between self-love and selfishness? Oh man, it's a it's, it's a fight. Um, at this point in my life, I'm single. I was engaged to get married um, about two years ago, and I don't. And selfishness and self-love played a part because I just didn't know what was for me. When you got, have a family and children. Mm-hmm. You feel mm-hmm. bad when you're selfish, but you need it. You need something. I need something for me. You go, I need something right. for me right now. And this might cost me everything, you know, and I yeah. feel like it did. And I don't regret a thing because I would have been miserable had I not given myself something. The problem is mm-hmm. it's not that I wanted something. It's just, you know, when you date somebody who isn't good with change, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? You know, and it could lead to some things, you know? Yeah. So, kind of sit back and you be like, man, because I, I think about it all the time, you know, now, because w- with my son in his first grade remote learning, I mm-hmm. hear him talk about, I hear him talk about his household. And he goes, dad, remember when he used to live with us and this, that stuff bothers you. And then you yes. think about, well, why are you not there? Because you wanted something for oh. you. So you're selfish, but you need it. What I needed was healthy for me. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So, Selfishness and trying to find what's for you, man, sometimes they go hand in hand and you just have to stay stay strong and understand that regardless if you're a father, a husband, a wife, a mother, you need some you time. And if you can't get that you time in the midst of all of that, some people got to go, you know? Mm, Yeah. Yeah, but it's tough. I understand that. He's voting people off the island. That's basically man. No, he not voting. He He kicking them. He (laughs) kicking them off. Ain't no vote. (laughs) You got to go. It ain't. I'm gonna vote for you. (laughs) It's my thing. (laughs) So how do you how do you find a way to balance your happiness, the happiness that you contribute to your partner? And I said contribute, not their happiness, but what you bring to the table, as well as the happiness of your child. Because that's a well, lot. I don't have say That's the, right, and that's the sacrifice. There is no partner, because I don't, I don't think that I have time for that. My time mm-hmm. is gone. Like, I have yeah. to get my time at 4 in the morning. Then after that, it's work um, from 6.30 to 5, also running my business. Then there's activities with the children. You know, I, I, I have four. My son will be 19 tomorrow. My daughter is 17. Then I have a six-year-old and a one-year-old. So I'm all over the world. I'm talking to a 19-year-old, picking his brain. How is the world treating you? Talking to a 17-year-old girl. How is the world treating you? Then then you have to stop and then now talk to a six-year-old. And then you have to talk to a one-year-old. None of that's the same. You understand? So Mm -hmm. it is... Sometimes I wrestle with it, but at the end of the day, would I meet? Because now you go into the conversation, you meet a young lady, she either has kids or does not have kids. I do not have Uh time for her children, you understand? Or if she does not have kids already, she might want more. I don't think I want any more. So why even even attempt to, like, play with a girl's emotions Uh like that? Oh. I've been there to where they I've been I've been I've been in situations where they go, you know, well, I don't I don't want any I don't want any and um a few months or years down the line people change their minds. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 
I'm in a situation yeah. where I don't have time for somebody else. Date night yeah. might be like once or twice, but we want more than that. Right, right. So the partner is sacrificed. Yeah, gotcha. I, I mean, is there's there, a lot of people out there in the same boat just like you. Yeah. Mm, I, mm, <laughs> Tasha, go ahead and let it out of the bag. Tasha, just go ahead and let it out because you're holding on to it. <laughs> Okay, you said that you're right. Okay, well, I got 10 years on you, so, and I'm a woman. So I'm coming mm-hmm. from the the arena of emotion, which to me, when I talk to most men who are business-minded, goal-oriented, driven, blah, 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 they have no feeling. They, they, have, they are um, void of feeling. Their feeling is one of, self-awareness, self-love, and selfishness. So because there are women out there that want the same exact thing, and you possibly get in a relationship where you change your mind and the woman doesn't. (laughs) So it's just what you're willing to sacrifice now. So within that, what do you, how do you deal with, Regret. I'm not gonna call it regret because you say you you toy with it or you play with it. My thing is how 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 do you play with? It? You just shove it to the back of your mind. Like how do you deal with that fact that you're like, yeah, mm, nah, I can't well, deal with these women right now. The the regret, it's all based on me understanding that these things are a part of life because nobody's life is perfect. So these things have to happen for me. Now, the goal, now, the point of it happening, well, not the point, but if these things are going to happen to me, it's my job to add it to the armor that's already on my body. Like, this mm-hmm. makes me stronger. I I credit it to, I compare it to being in a gym to where you go lift that heavy weight and you can't lift it, but you keep trying, and eventually your body gets you used to it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you just add it on. So, this, so the things that I've went through, they won't happen again. Something different might happen, and then you learn from that. So no regrets. It's just you look back and you go, I did not know no better at that time. There was nothing I could have done. Living in hindsight is one of the worst things I think that you could possibly do. Of course, mm-hmm. looking back, you can go, man, why would you do that? No, 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 no. At that time, I made the best choice that I could make at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's just how I look at it. And um, But I agree with you. There's women out there that want what I want uh, at this moment I don't I, I'm not introduced to them at this time mm-hmm. gotcha mm. so sheesh what does yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right you're talking Woo. to two people who are proponent of well yeah, I can't like... say me because I, I, I'm, I'm really teaching myself what you've already taught yourself so I, I was a proponent of relationship and blah blah blah, and I was the or I ha, I am the total opposite. But I'm quickly growing into being what I want to be, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna put other people first, and you know, other people, other people, other people, and then when it comes down time to it, I haven't slept, I haven't eaten, I don't have any money left. You know, I'm I'm drained. I have nothing to recharge on, not even myself. And mm-hmm. so getting in a relationship and taking all of that into a relationship where you give of yourself 
to the other person so much you have nothing for yourself. And now I'm like, fuck this relationship shit. (laughs) I got got two businesses. I got two businesses. I'm a full-time nurse. I'm an IT. I'm a writer. I'm a voiceover person. I'm a radio host. You know what I mean? Also, also, I look at it like, you know, that's just the – the era that I think we're in. It's not that we don't want nothing, but it's going to take a whole lot. And when that mm-hmm. whole lot comes, we'll be very re- rece- uh, we will receive it. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I can sit up here and say, mm-hmm. ah, it's not what I want. I don't want no relationship. But boy, if you come knock me off my feet, you're going to get the best of me because right. I told myself I wasn't right. going back out there because of the, you know, the situations. This isn't on some, I'm going to just date and see what's out there. No. But boy, if you get my attention, you're going to get the best version of me because, right. you know, of, of, of what we've been through, you know. Right. And I right. just think that that's the era that we're in. We're not, a lot yeah. of us are questioning the marriage. A lot of us are not putting up with crap during a mm-hmm. relationship. Right. A lot of us aren't just putting up and we go, I can, I'm good by myself. Right. right. And. Yeah. That's that's the thing that you see um, with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners. When you've gone through so many different situations when it comes to dating and relationships and it becomes discouraging, you just decide to put all of your energy into your craft, into your business. Like you have Mm -hmm. no time for nothing whatsoever. And, you know, it, it comes a time where at some point you're, going to want a significant other you know whether it's months down the line whether it's years maybe when you hit your 40s and now you're as successful as you'd like to be you're going to stop and think okay well I think I'm I'm ready for a relationship now and Mm -hmm. that itself can be a a, a shocker um, because now Mm -hmm. you have to go from caring about yourself self 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 to now working somebody into your picture. So my question to you, once you've gotten to the level of success, your accomplishments um, are, you know, on your sleeve, how do you think you would identify self-love when you're ready to be with a partner? Well, ready to be with a partner. Um, well, my thing is, regardless of how busy you are, uh, the the one rule that stands to the test of time is we make time for who we want. That's right. a fact. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that one. Number two, number two, ironically, one thing that I learned when I got out of my relationship is my love language. Um, and I think had I would have understood my ex-fiance's love language, things possibly could have worked out. Right. So yeah. with that being said, I'm saying that how I take care of self-love going into the next relationship is I will identify my love language. This is what I like. This is Mm -hmm. how I want it. And it was my job to learn her love languages. I tell people this all the time, and maybe it's it's just me, but if your girl and guys, I guess, they have Mm -hmm. this love language too. But if your girl is like, um, you know, just wants, is is just wants to be seen as needy or something like that. It can come off as nagging. Now, when you throw nagging in there, it's a turn off and it frustrates you. Right. But what you learn is that, but but if you use the words, 
your love language is quality time, it changes into a more mature conversation. Well, if you know your mm-hmm. girl's love language is quality time and you haven't been spending quality time, you understand, you know, mm-hmm. okay, I've been working on my business, my job, my podcast. I'm not talking to her in her love language. Then it becomes, I have to do that. Mm-hmm. Or you can go, I'm down here working. Why do you like, like I'm in the house. Like I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Stop nagging me. Stop nagging. Mm-hmm. Once you, but once you know their love language, then there's no excuse. Well, you know she mm-hmm. wants, she needs quality time. Right. You know, to me. Yeah, so It's the you're difference right. of verbiage. It's, right. it's, it's it verbiage, is. that's all. It's how right. you use the word. It's not right. necessarily right. the word. It's how you use it. It's how you say it. <laughs> right. For yeah. For those who are tuned in right now, and I'm sorry if I didn't say it at the beginning of the call, if you guys are interested in um, asking questions or uh, making a comment, the number is 515 Six zero two nine six four seven, and you'll just press the number one, and that will let us know that you have a question or a comment. So five one five six zero two nine six four seven. Okay, Tasha, I just had to put that out there. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna say I'm perplexed. I'm very interested because, like I said, I'm, I'm curtailing more earth. Yeah, I'm curtailing myself to be more selfish. I was ex- it was explained to me that being selfish is a good thing. And so what I'm dealing with and what you could probably help me with is the inner guilt of being selfish. See, I don't have children, but I treat everyone else's children like they're my children. And I treat mm-hmm. all of my friends like they're special and all of my family like I'm special. So now that I'm being selfish, I get the attitude. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why, why you got to get off the phone now? Why you can't mm-hmm. hang out now? <laughs> right. Well, how do you now, deal with the guilt? Like, how did, I, I mean, somebody help me with that. <laughs> it's crazy you said that. Remember what I said about 15 minutes ago? When you want something for yourself, people – don't respect the change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that. It's 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 just that. And you go, you go from hey, no, no. You go from explaining yourself to you know what? I just don't want to. And mm-hmm. I just don't, don't want respect, to. And people just, and people just don't understand why all of a sudden you changed. Like it's yeah. not for the worse. It's for the better for me. And right. honestly, I don't have an answer. You're going to lose friends. Um, and I guess that's why it's selfish because you're going to be on an island by yourself. So um, lucky yeah. for me, lucky for me, I'm an introvert. I'm a loner. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good with people, but I'm good without. Um, people come and go. But for those that love people, being selfish could come at a disservice for them because, once yeah. again, people just don't understand why why you're switching up. It's yeah, crazy. yeah, and they just they don't understand why you're switching up. And I'm I'm a people person. I really am a people person. However, <laughs> however, I have really been analyzing people. Though I'm a people person, I'm an emotional person, and I'm an empath. So I pick up on other people's emotions. If I feel like you're not in a good place and I can't deal with it, like I'm already sad or low, and I 
call you and you're there too. I, I can't help you. So I bag away and people are like, wait, wait a minute. You used to listen to me complain uh-huh. or talk about my issues. I'm like, yeah, but I, I can't deal with it today. And they're like, what? Well, what's wrong with you? You know what I think it is? <laughs> you know what I think it is? Yeah. And I, and I just thought of this as you was talking. We use our friends for the wrong reasons. A lot of the things that we deal with is from our childhood that we never fixed. So your friends is just there to help you forget about the stuff that you're dealing with in life. So when you switch up, you're kind of like, you know, you're, you're not supporting them instead of them getting the therapy or them dealing with their issues. But as friends, you know, oh, how many times have we said my friends are my real family? Oh, right. my, you know, this girl, I, this girl, this guy I've been in school with or I've known since kindergarten is my real brother or sister. You know what I'm saying? So we always, we, we sub the friends out um, for our family and our needs and our therapists. So when we switch up on them, you know, it shocks their system that they might not, we might not be there for them in their time of need. Something simple of, hey, you go to your friend's house every Wednesday night. Well, you know what? Tonight I, I'm not coming. They can take that two ways. Either they say, hey, yeah. you good? Okay, as long as you good, why are you not coming? Or they can say, hey, why are you not coming to see me? You know, mm-hmm. they can turn it into something that is not. So, mm-hmm. to me, I think most of us, I, I hate saying all, because I hate the all men, all women. Right, right, yeah, same. yeah, yeah. But I think that some of us are, they, we take advantage of our friends to help us deal with the trauma. Here's that, what I found on the web. Oh, I think we deal with the trauma. Yeah, I, I was talking, and one of my other phones, you know, sometimes, like, Google just pops up. Google, you know, the other government be watching. Yes. Yeah, be watching. I ain't even say, like, did I say, hey, Google, or anything? No. Nope. Right. You didn't say, gonna, okay, Google. <laughs> I ain't say none of that. She's going to go find something right. on the Internet that she thinks I want. Spy. But anyway, right. I just think that we're using our friends instead of going to see a therapist or something like that or just dealing with our childhood trauma yeah right i think wow yes come through with it flaw listen i king flaw he is dropping king King flaw my bad king flaw king flaw king flaw is dropping gems he is so (laughs) what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break and then we will be back with nakima our second guest uh, make sure you guys tune in. The phone number is 515-602-9647. If you have questions, if you have comments, you can give us a call. You can always go to the website, simplybree.com, and hit us in the chat, and uh, we'll, we'll message with you. So, as I stated, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. This is Truth Serum with your host, Simply Bree, and... Tasha, Tasha. <laughs> we'll be right back. The purpose of Girls Who Brunch Tour, a 501c3, is to cultivate, inspire, and empower at-risk girls between the ages of 9 to 17 years old. Today, girls are very impressionable. This demographic of girls is being exposed to bullying, human trafficking, self-esteem issues, and underestimation of self-worth. Through Girls Who Brunch, we provide vital tools needed through literacy, education, life skills, and health and wellness to help girls become leaders and difference makers in their communities. For more information on how you can become an ambassador, attend one of our virtual at-home 21 city experiences or donate to the organization. 
Visit www.girltobrunchtour.com now. All right, we are back. You guys have tuned into the Truth Serum with your girl Simply Bree and Tasha. We're gonna make an album girl watch. Tonight's yeah, topic let's do it. is the importance of finding self love and we're not talking about that nasty self love. We talk about self love, mm-hmm. self love. Mm-hmm. Had to be clear about this? that. What's wrong with the nasty self love? I just want I mean ain't nothing wrong with the nasty self love. I mean everybody needs a little bit of love here and there, you know. Touch yourself, right, right, whatever, right, right. whatever it is. Yeah, um, that part. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> that's not it. That's not it. Okay, I got it. <laughs> that's not tonight though. That's not tonight. So okay. If you guys want to chime in, the phone number is 515-602-9647, and go ahead and press that number one. That way we will know that you have something to say, and we'll bring you on. So without further ado, we have our one, our only beautiful queen, Nakima. Welcome to the show, honey. Hello, everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome. Yes. <laughs> How are you this it evening? It's so good to be black. We wish so we welcome hey. you. Thank you, thank you. I am doing great this evening. Looking forward, yes. listening in to what you yes. guys have going on tonight. Yeah, my favorite topic. Girl, yes, another person's favorite topic mm-hmm. comes through. Y'all yes. teach me something, okay? You know, yes. I'm, a, I'm a newbie to this thing. I'm new to this thing. Come on, man. Oh no. Yes. I, this is my favorite topic. That's why I, you know, I dropped my my little my little clip today that had mm-hmm. to do with self love. Also, you know, yes. so I've definitely been on the self journey. I've been on the self love journey for a few years. Mm, okay, I'm, right. I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. I'm enjoying it a little, but I'm new. So I'm <laughs> here to learn. I'm here to learn. <laughs> so before we get started, Nakima, tell them what is it that you do. Tell them what do you have going on. I have a financial advisor. I do. I'm a financial advisor. Um, I have a cleaning company, but due to COVID, I am on pause right now because I have lupus, and I am not going to send myself or any of my, you know, my workers into somebody else's home. So, but I do, I'm still, of course, everybody's favorite financial advisor. Yes. Hey, 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 hey. I like the way you say that. Say everybody's favorite. Everybody. There ain't yeah. nobody who don't you don't if you don't know me, Google me. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I tell you, I need somebody to help me tell me how to run my money because I, I mean I'm where? Good. I got you. Listen, I got you. I definitely I need help. Like I'm good with saving, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't I'm saving. I I need to probably be investing it. Man, it's just we need to invest. Back. Yes, that's that's what we we need to be moving into doing some. That's the whole yes. we, we need we need to talk about that. This. You know what? We may need to have you come Queen. back for investments. Hold on. Queen, yes. what? Listen, yes. I'm going to be hollering at her way before then. Because after <laughs> the show, <laughs> I got some business yes. to talk about. Uh, yeah, I got my okay. 18-year-old and my 16-year-old investing right now. My son. Uh, yes, so, Queen. Yes, yes Queen. Mm-hmm. Come through. Yes. That's yes. Queen. yes. Listen, okay. Go ahead and get part of Wait a minute. Yes. Yes, I wish I could applause too, like a double round of applause. Thank you, thank you. Go ahead, Tasha. Okay, so okay, so you know, I I I got some stuff for because she didn't got me excited and all worked uh-uh. up because I got a swooper who also was on the journey. I mean, because she knows that yeah. this is a journey. 
for me. Okay. Yes, it is. It is. So the same question that I'm going to ask, that I asked King Flaw, I'm going to ask Queen Nakima. Did I say it right, Nakima? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So I am on the, I'm fresh on this journey and my people, <laughs> my people are not happy with the change. How do I deal with the guilt of being selfish? Because I've been advised that selfishness to an extent is a good thing. And it is something you have to acquire when you start this journey is selfishness, especially if you're a people person. So how do you deal with the guilt? I mean, you're just going to have to just let them go. I mean, let them be upset. Not let them go, mm-hmm. but let them be upset. Uh-uh. Did you just mad. say suck it up? Did you just no, say suck a, it up and let it go? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> she said I said what I said. <laughs> she said, uh, uh yeah. You said it. <laughs> She's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> they just going to have to be mad. Okay, this okay. I, I, I had to learn that. My 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 friends, my my mama, my aunties, my cousins, my children are all gonna have to accept me of where I am going, or you're not. Yeah. Going, you just can't go with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's everybody. Yeah, everybody can't go. You are you you end up you are yourself. You you're mm-hmm. one person, and at the end of the day, you are you're born by yourself. You die by yourself. Yeah. Mm. So you yeah, have to be true. able to find your own happiness. And it's not going to always, it's not going to align with other people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So is there any way for you to protect your energy without actually letting people go? Mm. That's a good question. I'm going to say, I mean, it's, mm. it, 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 it ends up being on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, in okay. A way. It, it ends up, it, I mean, one, it's how... They react or act, I guess, toward your your change, and then right. you have okay. decisions to make. If you truly want to be happy, and that person is being negative towards your happiness, why mm. would you want them there? Right. I yeah. mean, you can you can explain to them that look, this is what makes me happy. But if that person, I mean, if, if it's not hurting anybody, if it's not you know doing anything that is negative toward anybody else, it's just positivity towards yourself. Why would you want somebody in your life? that isn't happy for your positivity. Right. So okay, you so do, you just have to let it go. Right. But in that same question, in that same question, okay, in that same little caveat, how do you put your needs above everyone else's when you've been doing it so long? Like, like you know, you just, just do it. You'll be like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Uh-huh. I, I like I'm li- I'm literally I I mean I'm learning here like you know that it was difficult for me to just say that for real now I ain't even gonna lie to actually do it I mean I made a step there I actually said it and meant it and then now I got to follow up with doing it but how did you do it like you know did you cry so, <laughs> did I you mean, say it okay, and cry so I had I had I had a moment where like I honestly so I was I'm a mother of four. And okay. I was a wife. My husband passed away, but I was a wife. And I promise you, everybody was my main focus, pleasing mm-hmm. everybody. And I was so mm. stressed out, mm. so stressed out. Mm. And I mean, I was—I had my first child at 18, and you're a child of your parents before then. So 
I didn't even know who I was. Mm. When actually when my husband passed away, I didn't even know who I was. And he passed away almost five years ago now. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't know who I was as a person because I was who everybody else needed me to be. And it was mm-hmm. after he passed away, there was a storm, and I cut mm-hmm. all my hair off. <laughs> oh. mm. I did that. And I did that. I know that journey. Okay, mm-hmm. see, I cut all my hair mm-hmm. off, and I just had to, one, start learning what I liked and who I who I was. And mm-hmm. when I did that, I started moving forward on that bus. What I mm-hmm. like and, you know, who I am. What I like and who I am. And mm-hmm. I realized, you know, who I am for this person, who I am for that person wasn't good for who I need to be for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's how I started okay. my journey. Because I didn't even know who I was. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had to figure out who I was and what made me happy. And then I moved kind of forward on that. And I'm very honest with my children about the things I've done. So I'm a very open person now. I, you know, it, it's one of those, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah. Like, now what? You know, I, I, yeah, now what? You, you can't, you can't call me out on anything I've done because I'll tell you I did it. And? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and? So? She yeah. like, and so? Yeah, because if you put it out there, there's nothing for anybody else to say. They can't, they can't beat you to the punch mm-hmm. if you if it's already out there. It's exactly. Um, somebody said to me maybe like a year ago, "Oh, you know, I can find things out on you and put it out there." And I started laughing, right? And I told them, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna tell you something. All my children know who I am age appropriately. There is nothing you could put out there that anybody else in the world care about." Mm-hmm. I was telling myself mm-hmm. I did it. Mm. So accepting, mm. you know, accepting and learning who I am, and even my little secrets are not right. really secrets. It, it was it's lessons, right? Yeah. Right. And learning who I am, and then kind of getting through that. Right. Yeah. So, in in your journey of self love, how do you find, or in what ways are you able to express your needs as well as your wants? Mm. Um, that's a good, that's a good very question. Vocal. Mm, okay. I I'm very vocal. I I used to be very quiet, um, uh-huh. which is why I didn't know who I was or what I wanted before. If right. I liked something or didn't like something, I didn't say anything. But now mm-hmm. I am very vocal. But I, I'm I'm careful with my words also, because mm-hmm. um, I would say I don't like to apologize. I'm one of those people I say what I say and, yeah. and I tell everybody that There's very few times I say I am sorry Now I'll tell you um, You know I'm sorry for the way that made you feel <laughs> You know uh, I, I still uh, Right I still meant it So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm very vocal I just take a moment Like I don't react to people right. I act Mm-hmm. I think about it. I think about it. I, I try to pause and, and figure out that I like it, that I not like it, because I'm an extremely emotional person. And mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to make sure I'm not And I mean, it, it has been a learning thing. And the um, King Flaw, before when he was talking about mm-hmm. therapy, I've been through mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I, I'm a big person who believes in therapy. I mean, mm-hmm. once you get to a certain spot, I believe in going back whether it's every few months, you know, once you get to a very calm place, but I feel like it's almost getting a tune-up. You should right. still go lay up yeah. on the couch and talk about something. But um, it has taught me to be 
expressive without being disrespectful, and I I don't have to be loud to be heard. Right. But I definitely use my words. Mm. Well, I well, you know, I've not been a person um, for a lack of words. <laughs> I, I I usually because I'm a very emotional person. And like I said, I'm an emotional person. I'm an empathetic person. So I feel people like I'm an empath. So I feel people's emotions and people's energy. And I can tell when I say something, maybe not initially, that I hurt somebody's feelings or they didn't like what I say. And depending on who you are in my circle, I may apologize for the way that I said it. But most people know if I apologize, sometimes I am not genuine with my apology because they know what comes up comes out. It's like, well, shit. Right. Then I go over like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's right. how it usually come out. It's like, you know, I really didn't like that, and you should not do that shit again. And then I think about who I said it to, and I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. My bad. My bad, my bad. But they but know, bad, you know. It's it's my bad because I don't. It's not my intention to hurt anyone. Okay. You okay. know, it's not my intention. So that's what I'm apologizing for. That you know that okay. you got hurt by what I said. You know what I mean? Yeah. But how you so, how you receive my message? Right. So I, I okay. I'm feeling you on that. I'm really feeling you on that. But what I want to like, what I'm working on now is forgiving myself. So how long did it take you to forgive yourself for things that you probably shouldn't even have taken the blame for? Um, it took me, it's ongoing, to be honest with you. On certain things, it's, it's remembering that it's not your fault. It's yeah. remembering that you can't take on the burdens of other people because I was a person, like I said, I, I took on everybody. And mm-hmm. emotionally, it sat, a, a lot of things sat on my shoulders, and I was very empathetic. I'll cry on things that happen on TV. Girl, I'm mm. with you. Mm. And, <laughs> yes, and that became very stressful. Even yeah. with the things that are going on right now, I have to back up from it. And not that it's not important to me. But you can't really control what's happening out there. You can mm-hmm. definitely fight for it. You can definitely have an opinion on it. You can definitely sign petitions, protest, but you really can't stop what has happened already. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to take a pause and sit back and realize it's not your fault of how you, how you feel or how you receive or what, what's happened in, in before. And you have to remind yourself that you can't stop or or you know, change what has happened. It mm-hmm. has happened already. And moving forward, it's right. a lesson. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's all. It, that's it, it's lessons. It's, it's, it happened already. It's a lesson. Now, how do you want to proceed forward from the lesson that you that you received? Yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah, so you're right. Th- that makes a lot of sense. And uh, I think that can definitely yeah, apply to a lot of people. A lot of people should be able to relate to that. So we all know a couple of people that either we've crossed paths with, and whether it's friendship, whether it's family, um, who are always the victim. They're the victim mm. in every single situation. And you kind of sit back and you just wonder, how did you get yourself into this? And, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> be 
being an empath, uh, I, I can definitely mm-hmm. feel people's emotions and, and sense what they're going through. But I know when to call, cross, uh, cross the line out, like just say, okay, this is it. Like, I'm sorry that you're going through that, but uh, I can't help you. You're on your own. So at what point do you have that moment where you have the friend that's always in something where you just say, listen, I'm sorry, I'm, I ain't got the energy for it. And you just, you just, mm-hmm. you know, let them go. When you <laughs> drain my energy, when, when it, when it's, when every conversation is draining, um, and I realize that every time we talk, it's draining and not saying that you can't vocalize what you're going through. That's one mm-hmm. thing. But then when you're constantly, when, when I've seen situations to where you should have came up and you still yeah. end up on the downfall, it's like this or bruh or what, you know, like, like what's going on? Pause. And then you end up realizing that you get caught up in this stuff because especially if you're a, a person that helps, you're yeah. going to always try to help them. When you, when you see the, something and then you realize I've helped you five times, 10 times and, and you keep getting yourself into situations you have to let them go. I, I, right. I there's somebody very specific recently, and it's just like, yo, sis, not just every time I talk to you, like for the last, you know, couple of years, I've been watching you go through something, and I, I, and I felt bad. I, don't get me wrong. Like, I prayed on it. Mm-hmm. I prayed on it because it's somebody close to me, and then finally I was just like, she's draining me. Yeah. She's draining me, and I can't, I can't let you drain me. I'm a mother. I, I mm-hmm. have my own right. energy that I have to that I have to save and preserve, and yeah. then right. in, I, in regards to what I've, I don't really care what nobody else says on this. Relationships are two ways. Mm-hmm. Every relationship, and I'm not just talking about male and female. Every relationship we have, and it's not have to be money, but it's something that we exchange with each with, with each other. And when mm-hmm. it's constantly right. one person pouring into the other, and there's nothing reciprocated back at all. You have to let that go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's detrimental to your spirit if you yeah, if you it don't. Is. It is. Yeah. And it's regardless okay. of how long you've known the person, because that that doesn't matter. You can know the person fifteen years, or you can know the person five months. Yeah. If you got bad mojo, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it's just not going right. That's it. I that's it right there. To, um, we tend to hold on to toxic friendships longer than toxic. Love, love relationships because mm-hmm. you have a harder time identifying. You know, we could quickly say, oh, that's a bad boyfriend or a bad girlfriend or whatever, yeah. but, or a bad husband or wife, but we have a hard time saying it's a bad friend. Right. On our friends, we just we understand know, oh, how they are. That's, yeah, that's just how they are. That's just how they are. That's just them. But that's not fair to you. It's, it's still a relationship. And even that, the, those type of relationships have to have breakups too. The, the reasons right. and seasons for that also. Besides therapy, let's give our listeners things that they can do 
to help bring their self to either self-awareness or a little dash of selfishness. Um, what I find is a hot, hot shower and a good bottle, a good glass of wine. Ooh, I, I, I look forward to that after work. That's, that's my self thing. So what is mm-hmm. your self thing? You know what I mean? Besides therapy. I think everybody needs therapy, but, you know, that's just neither here nor there. Music. Music. Okay. 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 I I have, like, my meditating moments with music. I just, I tune everything out, whether it's that five minutes before you get out the car, you know, and, and you sit in the car and you just hear your music or just have your headphones in. And you just take a moment or, or find another way. If it's just if you learn to actually just sit there and meditate with quietness, I say you really need moments within the day. At least I take twice. At least we just take a break and you don't think about nothing mm. else that's going on. Man, that's what oh, I do God. in the shower, girl. That shower. Oh yeah, and I have music mm-hmm. on in the shower too. So you have I have on, to yeah. have music in the shower. The hot shower with some effervescence in the shower, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that music, ooh, yeah. Sometimes mm. the music in the daytime, you know, excuse me, I might, I might be a dope boy in the morning. You know, I listen to the Listen, we in the trap in the morning on the way to corporate America. On the way to work, girl. Yes. Oh. I'm in the trap in the morning. And then even the evening time, I'm Jill Scott. You know, listen, listen. Yeah, in the morning, in the morning, in the evening, I'm trapped. I'm trapped gospel. That's what's so funny. Cause my tribute, boy, yes, my yes. tribute, get it to me, boy. <laughs> so anyway, but that's another soapbox. That's funny. <laughs> yes. The trap. Yes. 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 I but like the She is giving it to us. <laughs> So let me ask you this. Do you find it hard to forgive yourself for things that you may have done that could have caused hurt or pain to someone else? No. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to tell you the reason why is because mm-hmm. um, who I was at that time, I'm no longer that person. Yeah. And I'm forever learning. And I have apologized um, for those, but those are learning moments. Right. Uh, it's things I cannot change. Yeah. I never mm-hmm. intentionally, I believe I've never intentionally done harm to anybody. I've never been a malicious person. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I've wronged anyone, I don't mind apologizing, but you can't hold me there. Right. Yeah, and people do try to hold you where you were at. They don't for years. Hmm. Yeah. Like you remember yeah. when Nakima was five years old mm-hmm. and she <laughs> uh, she peed right. on my sofa. You'd be like, wait a minute, what? You'd be like, wait, what? I was what? five though. Wait, five. I'm 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 a whole grown woman. Like what? Yeah, yeah. They'll do it. definitely yep. do it. People will really try to hold you at where you're at. They they don't. People closest to you have a hard time seeing your growth, which is also yeah. why they have a hard time seeing your self-love journey. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 that's so true. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Mm. Okay. Well, shit. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, okay. Last thing. 
Yes, when we talk about self-love, selfishness, all the self, there's one self that's missing that we haven't hit on at all, and that's self-esteem. How much did your self-esteem increase when you start on your self-love journey? Mm. Oh, you can't tell me nothing anymore. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> think it's really, really important about the the self-love journey um, is, okay, in the beginning, in February, I was about 155 pounds. I have, I'm on Whoa. steroids and then quarantine, right? I'm now right. 196 pounds. I did the photo shoot that I did. And I mm-hmm. know I'm, I'm working out and stuff, but the, the point of it was, is I'm going to love myself my physical mm-hmm. form will always change. I'm aging, I'm, mm-hmm. and I've gotten, you know, I've got, gained weight, but I've gained and lost weight with children. It's learning mm-hmm. to love myself no matter what I look like because regardless of what, who I am, is forever being better, and I'm perfecting mm-hmm. that. And um, so because I've learned to love myself regardless, I now can't be told anything. I can't be told nothing whether I'm a 4 or a 14. I, I mm-hmm. And I, it went, I didn't really get self-esteem until I was in my late 20s. Mm-hmm. I had some stuff that happened to me in my past that, that I really didn't see myself. And mm-hmm. I had to, um, I started writing affirmations. I saw something in Essence Right magazine. And I started writing um, what I saw that was beautiful about myself on the mirror and what I loved mm-hmm. about myself. And that helped me on it and then as well as the therapy but that helped me a lot to start seeing who I was as a person as well as the beauty like oh I love my eyes I love right. my, the curve in my hips I love the way my hands I, I love my complexion I love you know I started yeah. learning to break myself down and loving every imperfection as well as profession so um, mm-hmm. now I'm just I'm I, I'm I don't feel like I'm conceited but I definitely love me Mm-hmm. My self-esteem is definitely you. I you you don't have to like it. It's okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love okay. It. I'm not for everybody. I mean, yeah. physically or mentally, emotionally, I'm not for everybody, and that is okay. That means you're not yeah. meant to be in my circle, in my realm, in my energy. Facts. Facts. Get away from my lunch table. You cannot yeah. see yeah. right. You cannot sit at my yeah. lunch table. You ain't yeah. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Take your Snoopy lunchbox and go somewhere else. I can't. I Ooh, can't. And then you say Snoopy. You know Snoopy. Snoopy. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Did I hit a nerve? I, I'm sorry, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Oh. So, so, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hide a bit. Okay. Okay. So. If there was one thing that you could go back in time and, we'll say, adjust about yourself when you were a teenager, what would that be? I would go back there and tell her that being raped wasn't her fault. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You stole my you stole my group discussion. Oh, oops. really? Love <laughs> <laughs> it. Okay, sorry, not sorry. We being so sorry, not sorry. 
we are on the same. Her her and I are on the same <laughs> wavelength most days anyway. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. It, I got back up. I got back up on top yes. of back up. So okay. You stole one of my <laughs> earlier questions and you didn't even know it. And I was like, damn it. I see. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. It's interesting, Queen Nakima, that you say that because I feel like that situation is probably going to make up at least 80% of women, period, Mm -hmm. who have suffered Mm -hmm. some type of violation, whether it's molestation, whether it's rape, it doesn't matter what. There's a high amount of women that share that same story during that same period of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's something that they need to hear. It's not your fault. There's nothing mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. could have done to prevent that from happening. Yeah. Not just that, but they need to hear it sincerely. Mm-hmm. Not like it's, you know, not like it's, you know, just something you say. Because you can mm-hmm. say it and not mean it, and they'll be like, yeah, but I still feel that way. They need to sincerely hear that it, it's yeah. not your fault. It's nothing that you could have done to change it. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's yeah. not your fault. Yeah. Mm. That 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 and that that set a lot of other things that happen in motion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but that, mm. that, that actually kicks that. you. That kicks you in the dirt and keeps you off your path of self self journey right there. Mm-hmm. That that exactly. Moment. Yep. Mm. Okay. Well, what we're gonna do, Tasha? You need to come <laughs> up with a game, Tasha. Yeah, I got it already, boo. I, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a mm-hmm. quick commercial break, and then we will bring back King Flaw, and we will have Queen Nakima. We'll have myself, Simply Bree, and Tasha. Yes. With the shield. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know what? You, know what? Just it all up. you guys oh, sorry, sorry. are listening to The Truth Serum. We shall return. Hey, hey, hey. You are tuned into the He Said What radio network with yours truly, Simply Bree. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the He Said What show and Wednesdays 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Truth Serum with my co-host Tasha. Welcome back, y'all. You guys have tuned in to the Truth Serum with myself, Simply Bree. And Tasha. Tasha. We also have both of our guests back with us as well. We got King Flaw and we got Queen Nakima. I like how we just gave them these little titles right here. Like, See, uh-uh, you gonna right. be royal. Hey, royalty. <laughs> when you talk about self-love, you talking about royalty. Yes. yes. Wow. So Tasha's going to kick yes, it off I- her game. I love when she does a little yes. game. So. Let's yes, I, I love my little game. game. Uh, All right, so we're gonna play. We're gonna (laughs) we're gonna play a little game, (laughs) and imagine that you have dice, and you roll the dice. Only a die, actually, one dice. 
So I'm going to have you pick a number between one and six, Queen Nakima. What number do you choose? Oh, shit. Four. I got one. You heard me? I said four. No, Nakima. She said four. I said four. Four? Okay. So you have four. What is one thing you can do if someone is being mean to you? Uh, I mean, I could tell them about themselves. Ooh, read them their rights. <laughs> I'm going to read you real Y'all read you real quick. Hold a minute. You don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> oh, no, you're not finna lay some hands. That sounds like you're delivering hands. She like, listen, wait, what you're not going to do. I just have to remind them who they, you know, who they're in the presence of. That's it. Yeah, right. Queen. The queen says what you're not going to do. <laughs> All right, King Floor, we're going to go back and forth. So, King Floor, pick a number from one to six, please. Six. All right, he go for the gusto. All right, so number six, what is one thing you are proud of that you have done for others? It's a self it's a self love show, so he's like he got a lot to pick from. Yeah, where should I start? Because, like I think the kids just is one. Easy. Just just one. One one thing. Pick one one thing. <laughs> pick a question. What is one thing? you are proud of that you have done for well I'll say that one of the um I'll say one of the hardest things and it's not hard for me because I got into the business of real estate to be an honest person but I think that one thing that's hard overall is money. So I had a partner help me out um on a deal and it's and instead of Xing them out the loop, I keep them in the loop to let them know that their money is still coming. Like there's nothing contracted between us that says, hey, when this thing closes, you'll get a certain amount of money. But I'm a man of my word. I do good business. So when this deal closes in October, she's going to get her, you know, her few stats. So, so that's, felt, that's, felt, that's helping you and helping someone else. So you did, you answered definitely. it perfectly. All yeah, right, Miss Bree. Ma'am. Did you say one originally? Did you say one? Um, I did, but real quick. Um, if you guys are listening and you want to chime in, the phone number of the call is 515-602-9647. You're going to press the number one, and that will let us know what, that you have either a question or a comment. Okay, Tasha, yes, I chose the number one. Oh, baby Jesus. I'm okay. Scared. What is one thing <laughs> that you love about yourself? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I love the fact that regardless of how embarrassing it may be, how scary it may be, I am able to exhibit a strong amount of transparency. Whether nice. you're in front of me or whether um, you know, you're on the radio or, you know, in person or not in person doesn't matter. Transparency is my thing. 
Okay. So she picked one and I picked two, and I have to ask, ask myself a question. And yeah. the question that I ask myself, what is one positive message you can send yourself? And mm. one positive message that I can send myself is that being, oh, being by myself is okay. Mm. Yes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I mean, for real. You I know, do have a, a second round, but you go ahead. So go, let's yeah, talk about we'll, that. We'll pull the second round out in just a second. But it's important for people to be comfortable being by themselves. A lot of the times we see people who jump from relationship to relationship to Mm -hmm. relationship. And Mm -hmm. if anything, that's the easiest way to lose who you are. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the times you see people who say, oh, well, I've been alone for such and such amount of years and I'm good. I know who I am. But you haven't done anything to discover who you are. You've just been out here all over the world, you know, talking to Tom, Dick, and Harry, and other people to entertain you, but you haven't actually done any type of healing. Um, Yeah. So, and it's not even, it is, for me, it wasn't, it's not even about the healing portion of it. It's the sincerity of truly being by myself. I had Mm -hmm. a problem with going out to eat by myself, going to the movies by myself, going to the gym by myself, going to the library by myself. Like, literally, I had to take my niece or my nephew or my sister or my brother or someone had to always go with me somewhere. And I felt like I felt a certain unease or discomfort doing things alone. I am okay. It is okay. Hey, people are not going to look at you strange. People are not going to treat you strange. Nobody's talking about you. It's okay to be by yourself. Yeah. Mm. Nakima, what do you what do you think about that? I think it's important to learn to be by yourself. I think if you don't, you'll start accepting anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just not to be by yourself, and that's what I feel like a lot of, especially you know, like I'm, I'm almost forty, and um. I've been married, had a boyfriend, had kids, all that stuff. So I'm, I've, I'm good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship mm-hmm. now, a great one. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like I found, I feel like a, a king found me because I was so in love with myself. I only accepted it was good. Right. But that was with only being able to be by myself and and truly mm-hmm. learn and love myself and and knowing it's okay to be by myself and not having to just accept any man that just come and be like, oh, you're beautiful, oh, you're smart, or any just because it looks like it's good or mm-hmm. it seems like it's okay but it don't feel right and just accepting just anything. I won't accept anything, but a lot of the times if you're not good with being by yourself, just to have somebody there, you uh, will mm-hmm. take anything. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. King Flaw. <laughs> uh, King Flaw. King Whatever that yeah. was that you were sipping on, and that and that 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 reverb you from the last sip, can I have yeah. some? Cause man, no, 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 no. I was stretching. Bruh. I don't know how that came over on the phone. <laughs> that was a stretch. I I thought that you were sipping on something in a cup, cause I was like, wait, wait, are you in Atlanta? I'm on my way. Can I have some? Just set it outside <laughs> on the front porch. I'm coming to get it. <laughs> yeah, that's my fault. That's my fault. 
Can oh, I answer okay. that question too? Yes. No, yes. yes, you have to answer that question, please. Because I just actually um, just started doing this during the COVID uh, when they closed down the restaurants. I would go pick my food up. And um, so I got close with the um, store manager at the, the restaurant I was picking my food up at. And he was telling me that they're going to start opening up the outside dining. So when he opened up the outside dining, I started to pull up. Weather was nice. I was enjoying food by myself. And people mm-hmm. that I would know, people that I knew, would look at me and say, hey, are you really here by yourself? I said, yeah. Everybody looked at me weird. Nobody can understand how I can sit there by myself. But it is one of the best. It was, it was one of, you know, one of my self-care um, activities as well, going out to eat, um, ordering what I want, and just sitting there, mm-hmm. enjoying dinner or lunch outside at the table. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Yes. yes. I love yeah. that. That's just, man, sitting in the middle row when we could go to the movies, sitting in that middle row with all your with all your snacks and one of them those chairs that recline, and it ain't nobody <laughs> on the row with you, man, with your seat propped up on the seat in the front. What? Bruh, what? what? Like, I learned that. Yeah. I just learned that. I'm so proud of myself. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys should laugh now, but I'm when I come through on the other side of this self journey, y'all ain't gonna know what to do with me. Okay, y'all y'all really ain't gonna like me. Okay, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna like her. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, we're gonna love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Because you're gonna be mm-hmm. happy. Yes. I like that. Happy. <laughs> okay. She's so funny. Okay, let's go. Round two. What's round two? Round two. All right. Another game, round two. I'm going to start with King Sloth. Tell your tell your 16-year-old self something you liked about him that you didn't like when you were 16. Ooh. Repeat that question. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your 16-year-old self something you liked about him that he didn't like when he was 16. Sheesh. Boy, I'm not, I'm, I'm my biggest critic. I am my biggest critic, so I'm trying to figure out what it is that I liked. Looking back at my 16-year-old self. Mm-hmm. That this is tough. What did I like about me at sixteen? This <laughs> what do you like now about you? Because everybody has something about themselves that they still do when they were younger. They just ad- enhanced on it. Now you like it, but you didn't like it so much then. Well, I changed everything, though. You know, we're talking about twenty years difference. My 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 weight okay. is different. Since then, I've had braces, so my teeth is straight. Uh, uh, my fashion is better. Like I'm, I, I, honestly, <laughs> overall, I'm just better now. I don't team. You can I choose the path. It's okay. I mean, you know, it's it's a difficult question. It is. I like because everything that I enjoy myself now, I work for. You know. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I changed a lot. 
Okay. I, I believe you. I mean, I didn't know you at 16, but I believe you. Uh, <laughs> Queen, Miss Queen, um, what is it about was... yourself? I'm sorry? Okay. What, what is it about your 16-year-old self that you like now that you didn't like then? That was a caregiver. Oh, yeah. Um, I was nurturing then, and I couldn't stand it back then. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, it was It was so came to me, and I did it, and then I would get it kind of annoyed that it was on me. But now I've, I've learned why I'm a nurturer. I've learned who to be nurturing towards. Um, mm-hmm. And I've learned that that's, that's what I was put here for. Mm-hmm. In different okay. forms of fashion, whether I'm going to nurture you in one area of your life or another, um, I'm, I've always been a nurturer. Nice. Nice. I like that. You know what? I had to think about that. Yeah, I like that. Bree? Mm. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Mine is going to be physical. Okay. Um, ooh, should I? Just go for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. I like the fact that I was slim then. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't like it back then. Couldn't, couldn't, mm-hmm. couldn't stand it because, of course, all of the other girls were thick. Nice curves, big booty, big breasts and all of that. And I'm sitting here looking like a, a, a plank. You know, flat chested, no type of plank. Yeah, a plank, a whole plank, like a whole plank. Like, a whole like, plank. I a can't. Whole plank. And, and I didn't like. I did not like my lips. Couldn't stand my lips whatsoever. And now I appreciate m- my shape back then because we all know how it is in high school. You know, mm-hmm. the way you look in high school kind of goes opposite when you become an adult. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. So I love, I, I love my lips. Oh, I love my lips. Now, I, it took me a couple of years to get used to them. I'm going to say like probably 2009, 2010 is when I got used to them. But I love them. I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world. I wouldn't change anything about myself. Um Nice. Now, um, now nice. of course, you know, after I've had, like, some fast food and I'm feeling bloated, I'm like, oh, my God, I need to get liposuction or something. But, um, <laughs> no, no, mine's, mine's was more so physical because the way, just like um, King Flaw, the way that I was back then, emotional and mentally speaking, I've changed. So I can't say mm. that, you know, I'm the same person that I was back then. Yeah. What about you, Tasha? Nice. Okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two ways. One oh. is physical, and the other is emotional. I okay. did not like the fact that um, I wore glasses and I had booty in high school and, and grammar school. Booty? Like I've, I've like always had a butt. I did not. Booty? I did not. I really, cause see back then until um what what's his name um Luke 
Absolutely. A big, I love big butts, and I cannot lie. Until he came out with that song, until he came out with that song, I did not know men or guys like big butts. I was like, wait, what? Why? I mean, they give you every exercise, you know, to decrease your butt and squeeze your butt and butt of rocks and all this other stuff. And that was not me. I right. just I did not have that. I was like, see, you know, why I gotta be jelly, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I didn't like. And then my glasses were thick, so I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. But now I love my glasses. I wouldn't. I I ain't gonna take these off. Like this is me. Mm-hmm. My glasses is me. Now I've upgraded and changed and altered and done all those things, so I really like them now. But I didn't like wearing glasses, period, at all right. when I was younger, and so. I am an organized person, so back then, I didn't like being organized. People thought it was something wrong with me, you know. I, I The cups had to be a certain place, and the spoons have to be in a certain direction and stuff okay. like that. And so I find that it's very beneficial. I hated it then because people, I was teased. I was teased. So mm-hmm. now it really works for me as an adult in you know, what I do as a nurse. Listen, all of this stuff has to be facing forward. The needles have to be a certain way. You have to draw blood at a certain way. Those things work for me. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really like that apart about myself, but I didn't like it back then. So mm. thanks, you guys, for playing. Yeah, I really that was appreciate amazing. it. Okay. So <laughs> as we get ready to wrap up. Um, we will start with Queen Akima. Go ahead and let people know how can they follow you? How can they reach out to you? How can they um, network with you? Um, because you you seem like the person that we need to know when it's when it comes to finances and investments. Well, you can find me on Instagram at Nakima said it. Um, N-A-K-I-M-A um, said it. Um, on <laughs> Facebook, it's Nakima J. Um, that's J A Y E. Um, and on there, you can reach out to me, DM me, and I will give you my contact information. And we, I will more than love to help anybody with their financial needs. Yes. Good job. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. I'm You're happy welcome. to have been part of tonight. I loved it. Yes, we'll have you back too, definitely. We're going to talk investments. Um, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> and King Flaw, King Flaw, how can they reach out to you? How can they network with you? And how can they follow and support and listen to your show? Yeah, well, you can follow me on social media, Flaw700, F-L-A-W-700. I think it's underscore Mm-hmm, I, I went through the yeah. I went through the transitions of switching my name to say, hey, what am I doing? Switch it back, and I couldn't switch it back. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, so, Flaw Seven Hundred on Twitter, Flaw Seven Hundred underscore Instagram. My podcast is the Podcast Brothers. It's spelled just like it sounds on Instagram and Twitter. On Twitter, it's Podcast Brothers. On Instagram, it's the Podcast Brothers. Okay. Um, Got it. Yep, and yeah, that's that. Awesome. Nice. Well, thank you as well for being a guest on the show tonight. Um, definitely need to have you back on, um, more than likely on the He Said What? 
radio show. So we'll mm-hmm. definitely be in touch with you in regards to that. Now, Tasha. Yes, Tasha, ma'am. Tasha, Tasha, what did you mm-hmm. think about tonight? You know, you have been like hitting these topics too close too close to home. Like, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to deal with the next one. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I am personally on this journey. Like, literally, I'm so serious about learning and being a sponge and absorbing all the information I can get from them because I am on this journey and I, it's hard journey, but I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the fact is you just got to do it. Don't think about it. Just get it done and you'll be fine. This is your journey. This is your road, right? So this concludes the truth serum. I am your host, Simply Bree. Make sure you follow On Instagram, it's underscore simply, and that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E, Bree, B-R-E-E, underscore, and Tasha? And I am no one you know, N-O underscore, the number one underscore U-N-O. Yes. Make sure you guys also follow our network Instagram, it's He Said What Radio, and tune in next week where we will have our two guests. Um, author S.F. Hardy and Ezel Moon and the topic is going to be celebrating being an African American in 2020. Yes. Because hey, we've gone yes. through a lot this year. Okay? We've it feels so good to be black. It really <laughs> does. My God. So I thank you guys for tuning in to uh, The Truth Sound. Make sure you check out the website simplybreed.com Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Good night.